My name is Sam Russell, and you're listening to episode 58 of The Place of Sound. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. And for those of you who have been following along through the past few episodes of the show, welcome back. For those of you who happen to be listening for the first time, The Place of Sound is a show that explores the theme of space or the social geography using sound and listening. We do so through a variety of audio media formats, so you can expect to do a few different types of listening in a single show. Episodes consist of what we refer to as audio portraits, or oral history-style interviews, that explore the topic of home. Soundscape compositions, which use everyday sounds to communicate the personal and social significance of a given place, and we typically end the episode with a short documentary-style piece that explores the place-based identity of the producer. The aim with these particular projects is to allow the producer to think about the places that made them who they are today. However, in today's episode, we're gonna be doing things a little differently. This is the second episode of a three-part series where we showcase some of the best projects aired in 2023. Each episode focuses on a different project type, and in today's episode, our focus is on soundscape compositions. These projects are a symphony of the most evocative, enchanting, and immersive auditory experiences crafted by the talented individuals in the Communication and Media Studies program at Carleton University. All the projects you'll hear today were produced in Professor Vincent Andrasani's fourth-year workshop course, Digital Media Production. Now, Soundscape compositions in depth are a form of audio art that aim to create an immersive and vivid experience by utilizing various sounds and noises to convey the atmosphere of a particular environment or setting. In the context of our show, these audio projects become a means of storytelling offering the sonic journey of students through the nuanced landscapes of real and imagined spaces. For these projects, students are encouraged to go out and use field recordings they have collected themselves to integrate into their pieces. Each sound, whether it be a car turning on, a pot of water boiling, is a piece of a narrative puzzle meticulously arranged together to create an auditory experience that resonates with the listener on a profound level. And that's why I'm so excited to share some of our best pieces with you today. These projects effectively immerse listeners like you and I into the spaces Carleton students are audibly creating. Today, we'll be listening to soundscape compositions by students Noor Hamdala, Caroline Workman, Ye Yang He, and Rachel Hind. Four projects in total. All right, 
on to the first project titled A Chaotic Escape by Noor Hamdala. In this piece, Noor transports us to the pier in the charming city of Gatineau, located just across the river from Ottawa. It's a place that Noor frequently seeks common whenever life's chaotic waves come crashing in. Through this soundscape composition, Noor invites us to share its serenity, offering a reminder that even in chaos, there exists a tranquil escape. Noor, over to you. Hi everyone. My name is Noor Hamdallah, and I'm a fourth-year student majoring in Communications and Media Studies at Carleton University. For my digital media production class, I created a soundscape composition of a place that holds a lot of significance to me, simply in the way it makes me feel. This place for me is the Pier in Gatineau. In this composition, you will hear the sounds of this space that I spend hours getting lost in, and although chaotic at times, it brings me peace. This place has been a source that brings me back to myself, and in a way, my safe place. This is what I like to call my chaotic escape. You have one new message. To listen, press one. I knew, uh, just wanted to know if you'll be coming to the meeting tomorrow morning. And I also want to let you know that we have two assignments due by end of day tomorrow and a final exam in two days. When life gets overwhelming, I look for an escape. Somewhere I can go to clear my head. Alone. Far from everyone and everything. Luckily, I found the perfect place for an escape. The escape begins on the journey there. Just me, my thoughts, and my favorite music. I've been coming to the pier in Gatineau for over a year now. It's my safe place. It's surrounded with water and it overlooks the Alexander Bridge. It rained last night, so it was really windy and wet, but I didn't care. I had to be here. place lets me be who I want to be and feel what I want to feel. It gives me a breath of fresh air, even if it's temporary. It brings me back to myself and allows me to see the world for what it really is. 
There's usually no one here at this time. It's as quiet as it can be. But to make sure I'm excluded from the world, I have to pass this chain to get closer to the water. Peace. The sound of the water is so soothing. It always has been. It reminds me of where I grew up. My house overlooked a river and since then I found myself finding familiarity in every river I see. This place is the perfect mix of calm and chaos, almost a reflection of my mental state. Calm and chaotic. Calm when it's just the water and chaotic when the cars pass by the bridge. intrusive thoughts and chaotic when all I can hear are my intrusive thoughts. Now it's time to inhale and exhale the toxins. Just like that, everything's going to be okay. Thanks for sharing that powerful piece with us, Noor. Now we're going to move on to the second soundscape composition of the episode. Up next is Caroline Workman's project, titled Mondays. In her piece, Caroline takes us to her local pottery studio, where she goes weekly. She walks us through the process of making a creation using clay and a clay wheel. Caroline beautifully showcases her creation process and sonically immerses us into the space as if we're in the pottery studio next to her. Caroline, over to you. Hi, my name is Caroline Workman, and once a week I go to a local art studio to practice throwing pottery. The following piece is a soundscape composition of my time working on a clay wheel. I hope that throughout the piece, you can visualize the space and process of making and creating pottery with me. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy. Traffic roars as the world wakes up on this Monday morning. I wait eagerly at the crosswalk and reminisce about the Inner Child podcast I listened to last year. Now. I think of her when I come here, to this small downtown Ottawa art studio. The shop is warm and inviting. The fish tank seems fuller today, or at least more active, swimming around motioning to the on-display art projects of completed classes, 
Mondays are art days. They're a scheduled day for myself and doing the things that fill me with joy. Is there any part that you're particularly looking to make today or just having a fun session? Just having fun. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Finding a seat with a wheel set up, I get settled and begin to make myself at home. The wheel is set up, so I throw down the clay. Splash it with water. Turn on the wheel. Let it spin slowly at first. Then faster. Faster. I went down, but I'm pretty happy with that. Cup the clay with my hands. I mold the clay up and down. Up and down. And as the professionals say, karate chop it into being centered. From here, I stop the wheel. I measure its depth and decide I want to pull the walls out into a small bowl. Wheel back on. Hands wet, sponge in hold. This is the habitual process. Throw, water, spin, mold. Throw, water, spin, mold. Throw, water, spin, mold. Throw, water, spin, mold. Time passes quickly here. The child-friendly music station loops on and the Andy Warhol-inspired bathroom eliminates the back room. I love coming here. I love the peaceful, friendly conversation with the girls who work the front. I love meeting the other woman who sits by me, hearing about her daughter and how they come here together. It reminds me of my own mother. Her staying on the phone with me throughout the night because she feels so far away. Her asking where the eager-to-leave-home 18-year-old has gone and me telling her I feel like the preschooler attached to her leg. My pieces are done, so I take off the bat, place it alongside the bench, dismember my wheel and carry it to the sink. The water stream back here is so heavy, clay spatters across my face and body every time. But I don't mind the mess. So I return back to my bench and mull over what I created for the day. And I think of this place through the senses it ignites. The touch, the smell, the sounds. It represents a space of creation and connection to so many versions of me. I pack my bag and return to the exit way. The girl at the front wishes me well and I walk to the bus. The door chime echoing in the background. Thank you, Caroline. That was an awesome project to listen to. Before we move on to the next soundscape composition, I wanted to mention that Caroline has a blog post to go along with her piece that you just heard. You can find it on our website at theplaceofsound.ca. There, you'll see some images of the pottery that Caroline has created, as well as learn more about Caroline's inspiration and background on her piece. 
make sure you head over to theplaceofsound.ca to check it out. All right, on to the third soundscape composition of this episode. Next, you're going to be hearing Yi Yang He's project titled Hot Pot Day in My Brother's House. In this soundscape composition, Yi Yang walks us through his Sunday as he visits his brother for a hot pot dinner. He takes us through his cooking journey and what the key elements are for a perfect Sunday hot pot. Set the table because I really think you're going to enjoy this delicious project. Yi Yang, take it over. Sunday is a powerful medium. It can travel through spaces. In this audio, I'm going to introduce my space traveling journey with a unique sound that I heard in my brother's house. It is the boiling sound of a hot pot. Even if one day a familiar space was no longer there, I could still travel to that space by encountering this sound. Both the sound and the space always exist somewhere in my heart. Today is Sunday. As usual, I'm driving to my brother's house for a hot pot dinner. My brother is my only family member who lives in Ottawa. I go to his house for a small family reunion on almost every Sunday. Today is a little different than before because my brother just found a new job in Montreal. He called me to celebrate together. When I enter the house, my brother is preparing food. We don't talk a lot when we are together, but the time spending with my brother always makes me relaxed and comfortable. Preparing a hot pot dinner is complicated. We need to wash a lot of vegetables. We also need to cut green onion coriander, and garlic. They are essential for hot pot. The sound of making chili oil is also very relaxing. After you put hot oil on the chili, you get this sound. The hot pot is finally ready. We have lamb, veggies, tofu, and noodles. I can hardly use words to express how delicious it is. I love the boiling sound of the hot pot. This sound reminds me of the hot pot restaurant that I used to go to with my parents in Beijing. It takes me back to those nights when snow was drifting outside and fog was hanging from the windows but the inside was full of worms. My brother's house is a space that connects me to my hometown and my childhood memory. My brother will be leaving Ottawa soon. Every Sunday's hop out day could soon cease. This space has brought me a lot of happiness and worms over these years. I'm grateful for that. However, 
This won't be my last goodbye to that space. Just like how I was reminded of my hometown in my brother's house. In the future, there might be a certain environment that can bring me back to those happy hot pot days with my brother in his house. Those spaces that have certain meanings in my life will never leave me. Instead, they always exist somewhere in my heart. Thanks, Yi Yang, for sharing such a special part of your life with us. Now, on to the very final soundscape composition of the episode. This last project is by communication student Rachel Hind, titled Revisiting a Place of Comfort. In her piece, Rachel tells the story of her year's competitive swimming. She takes us to her local swimming spot and the sounds that are most nostalgic to her. She describes how swimming is a big part of her life and that it will always bring her comfort. Rachel, over to you. My name is Rachel Hind and I am a fourth year comm student. For this assignment, I decided to revisit a space of comfort, and for me the space is at the pool in the Nepean Sportsplex. For some context, I was a competitive swimmer and I spent most of my life in the water swimming, so I wanted to revisit and share my experience in the space through sound. I miss it. I was a competitive swimmer for most of my life, but I stopped. Not because I stopped enjoying it. I mean... How could I? After all, it was hard to find myself for the better part of my life. But the older I got, and the more my life changed, swimming became less of a priority. I still feel immense pride and passion for the sport, and I do still consider it a part of my identity because it was a building block to who I am now as a person and an athlete. So I wanted to take this opportunity to revisit that space and the sounds that provided me with feelings of comfort for all those years. Just like a lot of other kids, my parents threw me into a bunch of different sports. My brother, he fell in love with hockey, but I fell in love with swimming. And my love for swimming comes from my love and adoration for the water and the way it made me feel and still makes me feel. The sounds of splashing and seeing the water ripple with every gracefully executed stroke and kick. It all brings back a bevy of fond memories and feelings of happiness as these sounds resonate in my ear even hearing my coach's whistle ring. And I think a lot of people might find that not really a comforting sound because it symbolized competition, which can create feelings of stress or anxiety. But competing was something I enjoyed. Even the memories followed by hearing the pitch of the buzzer sound that signals the start of a race. It's also clear in my mind, and I can see myself waiting, swimming, moving through the water with such ease and delicacy. Yet each stroke and kick is precise and focused. These sounds all bring me feelings of peace, bliss, and absolute tranquility. I'm able to completely relax as I imagine the water surrounding my body as I dive in off the side of the pool for the starting block. I can even hear my breathing becoming stressed as I swim lap after lap. 
And with every breath and every stroke, my heartbeat grows faster and louder, as if the water amplified it. My face even starts to flush with red from the intensity of fast-paced movements. But my rhythm is never altered nor thrown off. I realized very early on that no other sport would compare or make me feel the same way. Even with the pressure of competition, the water could always settle my nerves. The coach said to me once, the water works with you, never against you. These words stuck with me, and for years I would say those words to myself before every competition. I miss it. But I am grateful for that part of my life, because now, in moments of stress or high anxiety, I think of these sounds and I can envision myself moving gracefully through and under the surface of the water. And if someone were to ask me what my happy place was, I would tell them everything I'm telling you right now. At the end of the day, the water and the atmosphere of the space provides me with a mental escape because it provided me with comfort for countless of years. Everything going on above the surface just fades away. Thank you, Noor, Caroline, Yi Yang, and Rachel for sharing your soundscape compositions with us. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Place of Sound. Each project on our show is a testament to the creativity and storytelling of the students in the communications program here at Carleton University. Today's episode showcased how soundscape compositions can evoke emotions, memories, and transport us to places we may have never experienced before, all by using our ears and listening. If you're interested in checking out more, have a look at theplaceofsound.ca, where you're not only able to hear more audio media, but in some cases, to see some of the original photos and the writing that students produce to go along with it. There's also a featured work section on the site's blog, where you can access some notable individual projects, and in the classes section, you can have a look at some of the work produced in each of the previous semesters. But in the meantime, keep your ear out for upcoming episodes of the show, which air on CKCU Radio every other Monday at 6.30 p.m. and are available wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Place of Sound. <laughs>